God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. What do you have to say about that? I have nothing to say, because that is about as far from what I anticipated you to open this show with. That is a Bible verse that I tell myself every morning and every night before bed to remind myself that John 3.16 is that chapter in the Bible. But Nick 3.16 says, I just opened the Tennis Podcast, the show where we guess each other's top tennis lists. Today, I am joined by well-known super heathen, Dr. Buster. And by the way, I have not personally observed any degrees from Dr. Buster. So who the fuck knows if he really is even a doctor? Am I right, folks? That's all right, because you don't need any degrees to be the rightful host of the Tennis Podcast. <laughs> Jesus. I'm very glad to be joined by Nick, my sidekick host this week. Thanks for coming on. Immediately, just the first thing out of your fucking mouth this time is just going right into the propaganda machine. No pretense. It was the second thing out of my mouth if we're stating for the legal record. Well, maybe so. the third thing out of your mouth if we're including what was in your mouth before we hit record. But Dr. Buster, remind the folks at home who you are and why you insist on being here today. Hi, everyone. I'm an individual who's kind of fallen on hard times. Uh, I used to be in the financial industry and now I'm... Sure. I've hit a patch of homelessness, and Nick has, has brought me under his wing, and now I'm a, I'm a part-time employee of the Tennis Podcast, mm -hmm. and I'm working my way up the ladder and hoping to be housed again sometime soon. Thank you so much for giving me this pleasure and this honor. Shout out to all of our homeless listeners out there. <laughs> but I don't pay Buster in money. I pay him in peanuts, which he booty claps all over the floor, like we talked about in our last episode <laughs> together. I'm a childhood friend of Nick's, and I come on the show about once a month, and that's about Ish. it. Yeah, that's about it. Ish. No, Tinnish. Once a month. Buster for a long time. I think I've aged greatly in that time. Yeah, you've aged a lot. Not well, hmm. but you've aged a lot. You've put a lot of miles on that metaphorical vehicle. I'll have you take a guess at what aged me so quickly, Dr. Buster. It's you. It's knowing you in my life. It's you. Well, speaking of aging quickly, I want to <laughs> remind folks before we get started that you can see me for yourself and decide if I'm aging as much as Buster says because a quick reminder that you can watch actual video clips of me and my sidekick host chatting on camera every week. You can see our beautiful faces every episode on our TikTok. So follow us at Tennis Pod on TikTok. I actually have to give a shout out to whatever lighting manager, production you've mm. hired, whatever equipment you're using, because contrary to popular belief, I'm going to say you look pretty good tonight. I know, but <laughs> this is where a polite person would return the favor, but sure, it's just too big a lie. It's the big lie. We know I'm not joined by any polite individual this evening. <laughs> well, look, I won't even deny that one. But Buster, I have full confidence that I'm going to knock out whatever list you brought tonight. I'm going to correctly guess all 10 items in a row on the first try. This show might even be like 5-10 minutes long. That said, I don't know what you brought as a list, so why don't you tell me? I've always been a big fan of the Tennis Podcast. I've always cheered it on, sometimes in an animalistic or barbaric <laughs> nature. You might even that, say... Is that right? <laughs> How much bestiality have you done in, in the name of Tennis Podcast, Buster? Tell None, us. None, but I've advocated for plenty on okay. your behalf. Okay. All right. One might even say that since I've started to become a, a rotating guest host of the Tennis Pod, I'm now a mascot, which leads me into tonight's no, well, list. Well, I don't think anybody would ever come to that conclusion without your 
great push toward it just now. But anyway, go ahead. I would disagree. I do think the perfect mascot, ideally, visually for the Tennis Podcast, is you hunched over with a look of desperation, eating a hot dog in that <laughs> Atlanta airport over the trash can. Huh. They would just have a, a big furry representation of you doing sure. that on the field. Well, you know, mascots are usually giant, exaggerated, cartoonish, kind of fictional characters. So, Okay, respect, if you're bringing the list and the notes, just take it over. Go ahead, Nick. I didn't know this is Nick's well, list. I was saying that the hot dog characterization that you just propagandized again is <laughs> aligned with the spirit of the mascot, which is that of a fictional beast of some sort. <laughs> We're talking mascots, I guess, right? What are we doing? Yeah, about? we're going to see just how correct you are about that because tonight we will rev be reviewing the top 10 most common mascots in North America. So this includes high school, college, amateur, and professional teams across the United States and Canada of all sports. Hmm. All this information tonight comes from mascotdatabase.com. That is a real <laughs> legitimate website, which actually got featured on an ESPN article. It's super it's kind of a fascinating thing. I looked up like our high school, the local high school near where I live today. It's all there. And then I pulled some anecdotal stuff from Wikipedia as well. Tonight, we'll only be talking about active teams. So if like the Washington Redskins used to be their mascot, now they're the Washington Commanders. So they would no longer be in the database as the Redskins, only underneath Commanders. So all these teams are active. So why do you hate Native Americans? A mascot is defined not like what you said. You define it just about as far from the truth as you could get. You would actually say that a mascot is any human, animal, or object through to, to bring luck or... <laughs> first of all, I never knew a mascot was supposed to bring luck. Well, maybe like the leprechaun mascots, but that's it. Yeah, if you go to Notre Dame, but if you're going to... <laughs> Oklahoma University, the Sooners, which are literally a bunch of cheaters in the Oklahoma <laughs> land run. How's that supposed to bring, bring you any luck? Well, they brought a bunch of gold, maybe. Or a, a mascot is anything used to represent a group with a common public identity, such as a school or professional sports team. Okay. In sports, mascots are also used for merchandising. Yes. Team mascots are often related to their prospective team nicknames. So we'll get into some other hashtag Buster's Bullets tonight. Oh, God, and we can't wait. But, you know, when you said mascot, my mind immediately went to, like, the guy in the mascot costume on the field. But mascot mm. really means much more than that. It's like the symbol, the icon, the... It is. Yeah, of the team. It's not just the person in the costume, although usually it's one and the same. It's some sweaty sophomore undergrad who regrets and thinks that <laughs> this wage is not worth being in this giant elephant costume when it's 90 degrees outside and people play football. And he's right. Yeah, he, he might be correct about that. Yeah. Or she. You never know. So these are ranked by the number of organizations in North America that currently have this as their mascot. Okay. We'll talk about why this mascot, what are the attributes of this type of character, what does it communicate, and do we think it's a good or a bad mascot? So just so I'm understanding, and for the listener's sake too, so it's like, let's say, the, let's say I guessed an eagle. Mm -hmm. You would say there's X number of organizations in North America that have an eagle as their mascot. Yes or no, that's in the top 10. Is that what we're saying? Right, yes. Is that what we're saying? So okay. it would be general things that you might think of as a mascot. 
like a sooner or right. a bat or a pig. A sure. These are all running through my mind. Did you know, I remember from the last time Brandon and I did like a sports adjacent episode, he told me that the Oklahoma Sooners, the university, any merchandise that you buy with like an OU logo on it, like if it just said OU on a hat or a sweater and you know, walking around Oklahoma, you see a fucking million of those every day, everywhere. That money all goes to the OU sports program as opposed to just the OU as a school. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, it just goes to the sports affiliate, not the actual university. Right. Even though it doesn't specify that it's for the sports team. Although, to be fair, usually it is. So, teachers, who gives a shit about education? Am I right? Give it to the football program. Yeah. Who needs education? Who needs classes out of college? Not me. You're the big fancy doctor. (laughs) For the folks at home, Nick, why don't you uh, give us a good old guess of some mascots you would assume didn't break the top 10. Now, I will say I have notes on the top 13 because I didn't want to leave out 11, 12, and 13 for certain reasons. I do have the top 25 in front of me, but I do have some bullets prepared for the top 13. Okay. So, Nick, what do you think didn't land up in the top most common mascots in North America? So, I'm going to guess that the cricket, as in the little bug Mm. cricket, probably not in the top 13. Is that true? Okay. That's a good guess. Yes. No crickets. Okay. No insects at all in the top 10. <sighs> okay. So, no slugs because slugs was going to be no a guess for top 13. Okay. Yeah. What about the butts? <laughs> Are there any team that have the butt as a mascot? Depending on the anthropomorphized version of the butt that's like <laughs> running around on the field, <laughs> I don't care where they're from or who they represent. I'm going to follow that sports team. <laughs> That would be a good one. Well, I meant cigarette butts. I meant a a burnt out end of a cigarette (laughs) as a mascot for a team. (laughs) Well, some of the the mascots out there are probably worse than a cigarette butt. Okay. Nope. No cigarette butts here in the top 25. What about... Oh, I was actually mistaken. Coming in at number 23 is the Hornets. Okay. So, you were mistaken about no uh, no insects. I was, yes. The Charlotte Hornets. NBA team, basketball. Yeah. What about Horny Toad? Okay. Not on the top of the list here, but I do know that the Horned Frogs, that's Texas Christian University. Why the hell? It's like sidebar. You are a college, a university. You can have any animal, any creature, any living thing in the world. In fact, you don't even have to be a living thing. You know, you could be the dragons or some shit. Why are you choosing the Horned Frog? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's what no, tell I me. Think. I want someone to tell me. I don't know. And there's worse ones out there too. Like the horn. I'm not the frog. public relations spokesperson for TCU, so I'm not answering. Yeah, most of these schools are choosing a mascot that the local community can get behind and rally behind as if you're following this creature to war. It's your battle cry. And yours is the, the tiny little frog that got a horn on it, I guess. I don't even know what the fuck a horn t- frog looks like. <laughs> Yeah, here's one of my general notes about mascots. Mascots may also symbolize a local or regional trait, such as the Nebraska Corn Huskers, Herbie Husker. (laughs) Yeah. A a stylized version of a farmer, (laughs) owing to the agricultural traditions of the area in which the university is located. Similarly, Pittsburgh State University uses Gus the Gorilla as its mascot. Uh Gorilla being an old colloquial term for coal miners in the southeast Kansas area in which the university was established. 
Buster, before I give you some real guesses, I, I meant to ask, I wrote this down in my follow-up notes here on my desk that you can see. Uh, how many horned frogs have been inside of your ass? This week or all time? Let's start with today. Zero. Okay. All time. One. <laughs> okay, got Fucking knew it. And could you feel its horn on you? All of them. I think it had 71 individual horns. Gotcha, gotcha. Because they all got right. horns all over their body. You know, I will say, if you, a horned frog is kind of a lame mascot, but yes. if you just look at a picture of like a horny toad, a horned frog, they look pretty badass. I'm going to look it up now. I'm going to assume I will not agree. It's okay. not like if a horny toad comes in your front yard, you start sweating because you feel like you're in danger all of a sudden. But he does look cool. I mean, he looks cool, but he does not look badass or something I'm going to rally behind as I'm cheering on my team in the throes of battle. Yeah. But as a cute little guy, sure. That's what we'll be talking about tonight, the merits of some of these <laughs> mascots, because they're not, they don't all strike fear in their enemies. Okay, well then why don't we get into it? I'm going to give you a real guess. Are you ready? Yes, let's do it. So no insects in the top 10-ish because Hornet was 23. Correct. So I'm going to assume most of the top 10 are kind of ferocious or big or intimidating creatures. Let's see if I'm right in that. Don't tell me. I'm going to guess first the bear or bears. The bears. The bears, the bears. Unfortunately, yep. don't crack the top 13. They are at number 21. I knew it. Bears at 295. That's it, huh? Yeah, 295 bear teams in North America. Now, when you say bear. I barely believe that. <laughs> okay. I think I'll leave it there. Well, then how about, I said it earlier. I mean, I don't think it's probably in the top 10, but dragons? Dragons is not in the top 25, sadly. Okay. Dragons is a pretty cool mascot. I've always wondered, like, why the fuck aren't all these teams named Dragon? It's like one of the first things I'd think of if I was naming Dragon's a team. badass. Yeah. Well, you got to know, so the big cats now, so like the cougars. Cougars has got to okay. be on there. We're going with cougars, aka Nick's mom, coming in <laughs> at number eight. <laughs> Number wow. eight at uh -huh. 593. 593 teams are named the Cougars. I knew it. So, a little bit of education here. I had to figure out what's the difference between a Cougar well, and... Who's a coming on to educate us? Someone, you brought someone else on to educate us? That doesn't... Oh, oh, you're talking about you. Oh, okay. Well, let's try it. We'll try having Buster educate us for the first time. Okay. Go ahead. Cougars. Consist of pumas, mountain lions, and catamounts. And they're only found in the Americas from Canada down to South America. So you will not mm. find a cougar on any other continent outside of North and South America. So the American mountain lion, which we're all familiar with, that is underneath the term cougar. The most notorious cougar team I'm aware of is Houston University. Are they the cougars? Yes, the Houston Cougars. If you say so. So, Nick, tell the folks at home, why do you think a team would choose a cougar as a mascot? Well, I'm going to guess that mm, like four or five of the spots on this list are cat related because people seem to really love naming teams after cats. I mean, the NFL alone has what, like four or five cat teams? So, there's that. People love them little Mew Mews. 
Yeah, they love their little Mew Mews. I'm going to insert a little Mew Mew right here. Honestly, I think cougar is just a fun word to say. Mm. Even take away the animal part of it, cougar. And anyone can say it, right? There's no trouble pronouncing it. Kids can say it. It sounds like it spells. Like, yeah, come on, cougars. Yeah. Cougars. <laughs> yes, we get it. <laughs> we get it, Buster. Thank you. Three beers in, they love to say cougars. So, I mean, yeah, I think it's as simple as that. Well, and I guess there is no NFL team named after the cougars. I was going to say... There isn't. No. Yeah, because another trend I'm going to predict on this list are that a lot of these organizations model themselves after professional sports teams. But yeah, Cougars isn't one. So, fuck me, I guess. Fuck you. <laughs> so, general question. What do you think about high school teams that just take the direct logo of a professional team? Do you think that's kosher? Or do you think that they should have to come up with something different? Because, for example... Our high school that we grew up in is the Rams. They just straight up took the LA Rams logo. It's the same exact thing. Is it? They just carbon copied it and they don't get in trouble. So it's actually the St. Louis Rams before they went to LA, but our high school kept the same logo. As the St. Louis version? Yeah. I've always thought that, like, come on, especially if you're a big high school, you could put a little bit of creativity, like it can be similar, but make it different. Make it your own. I agree. I mean, I think I'd give a little leeway to like really small rural schools that don't have a lot of resources to like, you know, come up with something custom. But even then, it's like, how much work is it really? I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. I think try to come up with your own thing. That said, there's only so many fucking animals in the world to choose from, right? I mean, we're going to be... Oh, no, but... There's you're a saying f- they can keep Ram, but just get a, their own logo? There's 500 ways you could make a Ram look as a logo. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, Cougar, steal of approval. Is that a good or a bad mascot? I'm going to say middle of the road, leaning toward good. Hmm. Compared to other similar animals, I'm not a fan of Cougar as the mascot. Well, that's why I put it kind of in the middle, asshole. Let's stay in kitty cat territory, and I'm going to say lions next. Lions. You're climbing right up that list because you hit number seven. I knew it. There are 654 teams. With the mascot of the Lions. Famously, the Detroit Lions national football team. And look, I don't even follow the NFL. Other than the Super Bowl, I haven't watched an NFL game in years, but even I know the Lions fucking suck. They do. It has not been a good time for the Lions in the NFL. Shout out to all of our Detroit listeners. Now, I have a quote on my desk, and it says, change can be beautiful and scary at the same time. Okay. Like a lion. And I, that's what I think when I think of the majestic mascot of a lion. They're beautiful. They're majestic. It's the king of the jungle, but they're also intimidating because they will rip your fucking leg off and start eating your ass to face <laughs> in two seconds flat. Ass to if face? If you get caught by yourself. What does that mean? Does that mean they start at the ass and they're going to make their, work their way up to the face? That's what grizzly bears do. I don't know if, I don't think lions do that. I, I think learned- it's common in animals because ass, the human ass has the most meat on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the hindquarters is often the best meat, and they instinctively know that. Yeah. It's the same for you. Best Juicy, meat. Juicy, plump rump is the first to get savored. <laughs> Even animals in the wild know that dessert comes first. If Dr. Buster was on a stroll in the woods or in the jungle, and he tripped, as a Dr. Buster is known to do, and he just falls and dies right then and there, all these animals start coming out of the woodwork, and they start... <laughs> they smell a dead human. They smell fresh meat. They all start making their way to you. And before you know it, 
you got 20 animals right on the ass and it's a buffet. It can feed the whole jungle. And by the time they're all done eating the ass, they're all done. They don't have any room left in their tum-tums to start working to the other parts of the body. So you'd see a buster body there face down and the ass cheeks are just empty little sockets like, a, like empty eggshells. <laughs> the rest of the body is perfectly intact. Like turkey eggshells, you might say. Scientists would start to hover from all over the globe because a brand new ecosystem would form. There'd be so much food just plentifully available just immediately. It'd be like when a giant tree falls over and all these little creatures have a brand new home and new fungi can form on it. It'd be like my ass. It just feed a whole community. Not only that, but the empty shells of where your ass meat was because the rest of your body's all fully intact. Only the meat of your ass is gone. So those empty little like deflated basketball shells of your ass structure, that becomes an ecosystem too, like a hollowed out tree. And now there's, there's all kinds of animals living in there. And before you know it, after millions of years, shit's evolving in there. We got all new species <laughs> growing out of your ass. The next fossil record would start right there. <laughs> and for everyone listening that doesn't know Dr. Buster personally, he's known for having a hell of an ass. Here's a bone I have to pick. We're talking about that mascots should represent where they come from. Detroit, Michigan. I've never been to Detroit, but I'm pretty sure they're not known for having fucking lions walking around. So maybe they should have gone with something else. That shit kind of, I don't know. Maybe I'm splitting hairs, but that kind of stuff bothers me a little bit. Well, what else are they going to do? The fucking Detroit snow? The Detroit ice? Icy roads? (laughs) The Detroit fucking automobiles? Detroit failed economy? (laughs) Right, like... What about something with cars? Like, I don't know. The Vroom Vrooms? Motorheads or fucking... No, stop. Steel or something. Now, Steel, I like Steel. Detroit Carbon. As a name. Carbon is no. Yeah, there's no lines in Detroit. I don't know where that stuff originates. I think, is it really as simple as a bunch of, you know, men drinking beer, sitting in a room saying, what should our mascot be? And they say, well, Lion's pretty fucking cool. Let's do that. Is it that easy, simple? Well... When I've looked up some other teams that it made no sense where they got their mascot, I would later find out they were originally formed somewhere else and the mascot made sense there, but then they moved the franchise and then it no longer makes sense. So the Detroit Lions must have come from Zimbabwe, Africa then. Sure, right. When the NFL team was purchased. The Botswana Lions. Yep. Botswana didn't do too hot, never made it to the playoffs, and so they shipped right over to Detroit. So I, I acknowledge your point there. Franchise has moved, but under there's nowhere in the United States that has lions natively. So it doesn't make sense anywhere. But they were too majestic and legit as hell as an animal. So they just couldn't pass it up. Now, the lion is for sure a cooler, more badass animal than a cougar. However, from a word and a language standpoint, cougar is a more fun word to say. Yeah, but lion, just the visual representation of the king of the jungle. I don't agree that he should be the king of the jungle because a tiger can whoop a lion's ass any day. Well, and a lion lives in a bush. It doesn't even live in the jungle, which is also a misnomer. Oh, fucking, I guess you really are educating us today. We're just slam dunking on everybody. I mean, we should have 10 jobs apiece because of our pure (laughs) intellect for marketing and naming. They come for the fun facts to Tennis Podcast and they stay for the hot takes. Do you have anything else on lion? Nope, that's it. Give us another guess. The real king of the jungle, tiger, is my next guess. And I'm going to guess it's higher than lions. Okay, how much higher? I'm going to say it's number two or three. Very nice. Tigers comes in at number two. Fucking knew it. Number two. 
Wow. I knew it. With 1,012 teams. Wow, that's like double the Cougar. Over 1,000 teams in North America go by the name of the Tigers, most famously the Detroit Tigers, a baseball team. We're back in Detroit. Look at that. Yep, Detroit again. Are there any fucking Tigers walking around Motown? No, there's not. But I digress. Man, they just love their big cats. I've been to two MLB games in my entire life. In the first one, I was probably seven years old. I went to the Kansas City Royals versus the Detroit Tigers, and the Tigers lost. There you go. That was great, Nick. You didn't think that was interesting? <laughs> Thank you. I really think it filled out the back end of the list. It was, it was really good material. Oh, great. We don't need the rest of your shitty notes then. We can just <laughs> talk about more of my sports attendance memories. Now... When I was looking, just straight up looking at pictures of, of big cats oh. when I was building this list, if I say the lion is majestic and powerful, beautiful and scary at the same time, a tiger is threefold. Oh, the tiger's, yeah. When I look at the tiger, it is just so incredible. Like, I could go off on a 10-minute spiel about how beautiful and awesome they are. They're super interesting. A lot of their behaviors are unique. Just what a freaking cool animal. I give my personal stamp of approval. I think Tigers is a great mascot. Yeah, and it sounds good. It comes off the tongue really nice, just like your fucking ass. <laughs> and I agree that the tiger could whoop any ass of any animal in the entire jungle. What attributes do you think a team is relaying to the public when they call themselves the Tigers? They're fierce. They're ferocious. They're not to be fucked with. They're coming for you. But the tiger, you're right. It's majestic. It's sensual. When it looks at you with its eyes, it's like seductive. It almost lures you in. You want to pet it. You want to cuddle it. But you get anywhere near it, it's going to, I mean, it roars at you and fucking kills you. Its teeth will sink nine inches into your jugular and it'll be carrying you up the nearest fucking tree in about 10 seconds flat. Tigers don't do that. What do they do instead? <laughs> they don't. Tigers don't do trees. I'm sure a tiger has climbed a tree at some point, but they're not known for that. That's more of a leopard thing. Okay, so does, does anyone want to like do some source checking on Dr. Buster's notes here tonight or I don't know. So are we both in agreement that in general, Tiger is a good mascot? Yes, I'm okay with Tiger. I'm good with Tigers. I am in, emphatically support Tigers as a mascot. However, w that said, there's too many of them now. Too many Tiger teams, right? Too many Tiger teams. Yeah, you go to any, yeah. I, I was a Tiger at one point on a baseball team as a kid. Like you go to any community and there's Tigers around. It loses a few points for like lack of uniqueness and like memorableness, but as an animal, it's good. I don't think Tiger King is going to curb that trend either. Hmm. Doesn't Tiger King seem like ancient history at this point? It's weird, right? It does. It happened the first month, at least in America, the first month of the like quarantine era and everyone watched it and now it's like, that seems like so long ago. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. Now. What do you think about colors that don't match the animal? So what if mm, you a had a team? No. What? I'm saying no, I don't like that. Go ahead though. So for you, if a team calls themselves the Tigers, they've either got to be white, black, or orange. They got to be orange and black. No exceptions. And I realize there's white tigers out there, but not a single fucking person on the planet thinks tiger and the first color they think is white. <laughs> first true. color they think is orange. So every tiger team has to be orange in your mind. Orange and or black, preferably striped. Got it. No green tigers. 
Nick here to tell you about a new podcast. It's just the best, the greatest podcast. This is a new podcast I've really been getting into, and I had to share it with you fine folks. It's called the Fallacious Trump Podcast. The hosts, Jim and Mark, listeners of the show, they're two Brits who started the podcast to encourage critical thinking in an interesting, entertaining, and relevant way. Each episode, Jim and Mark explain a different logical fallacy using examples from Donald Trump, as well as movies and TV shows and British politics. They also play a game called Fake News, where Mark has to guess which of three Trump quotes are made up and which are real. Then, they do a bit of a deep dive into one current news story in U.S. politics, and then a quick humorous roundup of a few more political news items. If you're into politics, if you're into Donald Trump being a jackass, and if you're into two Brits talking all kinds of shit, this is the podcast for you. I encourage all of you to check out Fallacious Trump. It's available right now on all major podcast platforms and at fallaciousTrump.com. You can also check the show notes of this tennis podcast episode right now, and there will be a direct link to this show. Check it out and let me know what you think. Fallacious Trump. All right, you got two big old kitty cats left on this list. What do you think they might be? Panthers. Panthers, excellent guess. The Carolina Panthers are an NFL team. Nick guesses six. He swings and misses. The Panthers come in at number four. I knew it. With 946 teams. Yeah, like lions are much more an animal people think of before Panthers. However, Panthers a funner word to say. Now, here's an interesting thing. The last two mascots we just mentioned, the tiger and the lion, are both technically in the genus Panthera. The genus, huh? What a? <laughs> Speak English, doc. I ain't a zoologist. <laughs> They're all panthers, which is interesting. So we said that cougars are in North and South America. Panthers are across uh-huh. Asia and Africa. So sure, that's yes. the difference. Right, okay. Now, the Black Panther, which I think most people tend to think of the Black Panther, anytime they mention the animal panther, that's just a color variant of a leopard or a jaguar. So it's a very specific type of panther. Yes. When, when people say panther, they're thinking of that jet black big kitty cat like in the Jungle Book. Although now, as I've learned recently in doing other animal episodes for this show, when you search Black Panther and you just want to see a kitty cat, you see the fucking superhero instead. Oh, for all these mascots, I had to type Wikipedia afterward just to get one morsel of information that wasn't a fucking (laughs) marketed sports team (laughs) or a superhero, like you say. Yep. I did say. So, Panther, you got anything that might be different from a lion or a tiger that might cause a team to call themselves the Panthers? I think a Panther is a more menacing looking animal because of the black color like it's just straight black it's like black as coal right and then the eyes stick out and give a good contrast to the plus the teeth so i think like all that makes for an intimidating logo option so i i'd give it that i agree they're like a scary ghoul in the night yes coming to steal you and your cattle away now hang on you talking about the panthers or my first wife (laughs) 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 yeah i think There's a lot more mystique, darkness. There's a lot more secrecy to a panther. Over a lion. Even though the lion's the more famous, well-known animal, and it's it's in a million 
movies and cartoons and whatever else. And it's got the big main, the big defining trait. Mm. The panther, I, I agree with what you said. It's like, uh, it's more mysterious. Now, the Carolina Panthers being blue and silver, don't know that I can support that because nope. there aren't any blue or silver Panthers, no matter what you're talking about. Look, I can get behind blue and silver or, any, or other colors as kind of like secondary colors, but your main colors got to be black if you're a Panther team. Mm. Come on, black and green. What better color combo for a Panther team? Oh, because the eyes are green? Well, aren't their eyes yellow? Yeah. Or maybe they are green. I don't know. Black and yellow even. Panthers are cool. I support them as a mascot. We got one more kitty cat, and this may be a hard one for you to get because it's kind of an odd term. Bobcat. Close. Um. It's a general term that describes a large wild cat that looks honestly just like a domestic house cat, but they're out there running around in the wild. Oh, the, what are those ja- called? Jack Minx? and mice and stuff. Wait, that's not what it's called. Lynx? Uh, similar size, but... Just tell me. I'll go ahead and give it to you. There's an XFL team, the Los Angeles oh. Wildcats. Wildcats. Well, I almost said Wildcat, but in your hint, you said Wildcats. <laughs> so I thought, well, he wouldn't say that if it was Wild. Oh. Well. Okay. Wildcats. My hands are just too on the nose. Yes. Yeah. It's funny. If you type in Wildcat, this is one I don't get because they just look like someone's cat got outside and is roaming around the neighborhood. <laughs> it does. And I just think, if that's the mascot you pick, <laughs> come on, you could do better. <laughs> they just look like someone's cat got out last week and still out. I'm sending you a picture and I'll, I'll share a link to this picture in the show notes if the listeners want to look at it. But when I see this, I can understand why, why they choose this kitty because he's a very angry and grumpy looking. Look, <laughs> looks like he's about to whoop your ass if you get near him. That looks like it's mixed with a monkey. I don't know that this right. wasn't the result of some horrific <laughs> science experiment. Jesus Christ. But see, I kind of forgot that wildcat is its own thing because I always, when I hear the word wildcat, especially with like a sports team, I always think they're just talking about like a general cat, like big cat, wild. But you're right, it too. is its own thing. Until this week, I thought they were describing like a panther or a puma or yes. a lion, just a wildcat, a general thing. But Nope, they're just a thin house cat out there looking for shrews and chipmunks, and I guess they're going to come in and purr on you and <laughs> shit in the litter box and then go out there and play some sports. Play shit in the litter box. Yeah, well, that's its kind of finishing move. Once it's done that, it's done. So I'll say first hot take of the I night I love the idea. Me. Hang on, sorry. I love the idea of a sports team. Like, you know, sometimes they'll have kind of a cheer or a thing that's like a line with their mascot. Well, the Wildcat teams, they all just come out there and all the players just start shitting in a giant litter box on the field and then they go play. Yep. Or they do absolutely nothing for most of the game and then when everyone's ready to go home and sleep, then the team gets up and starts playing. (laughs) That's even better. This is not a mascot I can support. I cannot get behind the Wildcat now that I know what an actual Wildcat is. There's so many better options out there. What number is it? That's number six at 778 teams. I was also a wildcat on a soccer team once upon a time. Interesting. Thank you. Boy, you get around. I thought so. I think the wildcat, like most people are just hearing the word and moving on. And as a word, I think it's a good, a good word for a mascot. Better than the horned frogs. Well, you're often wrong and I disagree with you again, so. Okay. Well, are there no more kitty cats? 
There are no more kitty cats on this list. We can go ahead and review where we're at. Yes. We got number eight, cougars. Number seven, lions. Number six, wildcats. Number four, panthers. Uh Number two, tigers. And the rest of the list remains open. What about the wolves? Wolves is a good guess. It doesn't even crack the top 25, though, which surprises me because the wolves, they're native to North America. Talk about Mm -hmm. the American West. Who wouldn't want to be the wolves? Well, as a word, though, it kind of doesn't roll off as easy. Wolves. You got to kind of make your mouth work for it to say it. It doesn't roll off like tiger, you know? Oh, you're right, because when you're trying to get a sports championship, you also don't have to do much. You don't have to work for it. You know, we're, we're trying to put in minimal effort. Wow, you're right. Okay. Well, you also want the general public to attach themselves <laughs> to this creature. So no variation of wolves then, no like timber wolves or anything like that? Nope, no wolves. There is something that in a far, far, far distant past relation was okay. a wolf. But I promise you it is no longer a wolf. For reasons we'll get into. Wait, you mean like evolutionary wise? Like long ago, an animal that was a wolf? Human influenced evolutionary. Uh. So we're talking about a breed of dog. What is a a dog? Bulldogs. What's a dog that would probably be a common mascot? Bulldog. Coming in at number three is an animal that can't even have sex (laughs) itself. It has to be artificially inseminated. It's true, folks. (laughs) There's my first bone to pick with this. A bone to pick? I think that bulldog would also like to pick that bone, Buster. Yeah, well, he can't pick his partner's bone. He has to have someone come in and do it for him. You know, the bulldog is known for a lot more than just not being able to fuck, you know? Yeah, we'll talk about that because they're so unhealthy that several countries have outlawed the breeding of bulldogs anymore. Yeah, bulldogs are... Yeah, it's complicated. They're a problematic animal, and I've got some notes on that. But coming in at number three with 947 teams in North America called the Bulldogs, most famously Georgia University, the Georgia Bulldogs, a.k.a. the British Bulldog or English Bulldog. Here's a quote about Britain and their identity with the Bulldog. To many, the Bulldog is a national icon, symbolizing pluck and determination. Oh. However. In 2019, the Dutch government forbade the breeding of bulldogs. Yeah. Well, and a bulldog... They have a lot of health problems. They do have a lot of health problems. But even despite all of that, it's also not the coolest dog for a mascot. Like, why not the pit bulls? They're known for being, like, right or wrong. They have a a stereotype of being ferocious and vicious. So, like, that makes more sense to me. Or even... I mean... People don't even like to live on a street. Where somebody else owns a pit bull. It's stupid, but yeah. You want to strike fear into the hearts of your enemies. Name yourself the the Georgia Pit Bulls. Well, by that logic, again, I come back to the horned goddamn frogs. (laughs) But anyway, I'll stop harping on that. But there's no fear being struck by any of these horny toads. Well, German Shepherd would be cool too, but that it's weird saying like the, you know, the Oklahoma German Shepherds, right? Because German is... Sure country maybe mastiff would be a good one yeah but the bulldog um, it's hard it is a cool sounding word and i just think it's kind of funny because when people want to talk about someone who's tough and doesn't give up they say like oh they're they are such a bulldog that person is Mm -hmm. but i always think of bulldogs just like struggling to run around because they can hardly breathe 
Yeah, me and Buster used to work at a, a vet office, and we'd see a lot of bulldogs. And I associate bulldog with. <laughs> yeah, very sweet dog. If you're a bulldog but... owner, yeah. yes. No, I love bulldogs, but they're just, it's yeah. just sad because of, yeah, I think we're saying the same thing, right? Yes. I'm not saying that we hate them as a dog. I'm sure they're wonderful little pups, but if I'm trying to uh, establish who I am on the field and I want to strike fear into the uh, hearts of my, my enemies on the other side, I'm not going to be calling myself the Bulldogs. How about the Busters? The Georgia Tech Busters? That could be good. That'll strike some fear. Or at least some dread. <laughs> that is the only dog in this list at all, which okay, kind of surprised I, me. It doesn't surprise me just because you don't just like look around at all the sports teams that are on TV. Yeah, I guess dogs kind of communicate loyalty and kind of a, a good loyal friend, a good boy. Yeah. So how about for another guess, the gators? Gators. Ooh, that is a good guess, although it's probably too regional. Okay, okay. It is not on the top 25 at all. Is everything in the top 13 an animal? We have four human-type characters oh, remaining. Oh, I know what it is. And three animals. I think I know what the humans are, but I'm going to do those later and stay on animals. So I've mentioned all my vast, impressive sports experience as a youngster. I was a wildcat <laughs> at one time. I was a tiger. I was also a diamondback. Like the snake is the diamondbacks mm. in the top 10. You know, I didn't think about snakes until just now. No snakes in the top 25. There should be more snakes. Snakes is an excellent mascot. Yes, they strike fast. They're sneaky and they're deadly. Yes. I've always loved the mascot vipers. I just think vipers, vipers is such a yeah. cool name. Agree. Okay, so no snakes. Probably no tarantulas. <laughs> Although I think that is a decent one that no one seems to use. That's true. Doesn't roll off the tongue, though. Okay, I bet there's birds then. Hawks. Hawks. Very nice guess. That Five. is number 20. But oh. you are getting warm. Very warm. Eagles. Eagles. God bless <laughs> America. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wait, we need to pause and just do a quick Pledge of Allegiance. I'm like feeling so fucking patriotic right now. Keep going. Nick has guessed number one. One? Number one. I guess it makes sense. I guess it makes sense. Because it is America incarnate. Hide your damn kids. We're coming in with an industrial military <laughs> complex. We'll leave no stone unturned. I this freedom flies kids. in the face of terrorism and doubt. Jesus Christ. See, you should be giving the prep talks to the teams before they go out. I think pep talks. there is no question why the Eagle is the number one mascot here in North America standing all the way up at a loud, proud, and free 1,400 teams are named the Eagles. Well, it is a cool-ass bird, like even beside the whole America it is. thing. It's the coolest bird, I think. I love seeing bald eagles. They're in our part of Wisconsin, and man, every time I see them, I, I stop and I spend the time because they are just, they're awesome. They truly are. Do you also stop and spend the time when you see bald men? No, I'd be stopping all the time. Okay, so just the bald eagle then. No <laughs> yeah, bald right. men. Okay, got it. They're huge. They're fierce. They're scary. Wait, the bald men or the eagles? 
<laughs> both. <laughs> they are both huge, fierce, and scary. Okay. So, Nick, uh-huh. in addition to my intro to the Eagle, why do you think teams, 1,400 teams, have chosen the Eagle as their mascot? A couple of reasons. One, it's a really badass bird. It's a predator, predator bird. They're known for being majestic and very smart. And also, it's America's bird. They're on, you know, all the American iconography. It's on the money. People are quick to think of the eagle. And it's a, it's a good word, too. Just the word eagle flows well with pretty much any other word. Yeah. I think it's a solid choice for a mascot. They've got great vision. Yeah. They can fly. They can fly. It's just such an icon in this part of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and they're making a comeback, I hear, on the endangered list. Oh, really? Good. Yep. Freedom. God bless America. <laughs> Let's just do so, the rest of the show like that. Just sing that song. Yes. 60 species of eagle, but only two of them reside in North America. So one of them's the bald eagle. Yeah. And the other one's the, I don't know, fucking fully haired eagle. I don't know what the other one is. <laughs> the wig eagle. The toupee <laughs> the eagle. The toupee eagle. Yeah. <laughs> Toupee eagle, not as fierce. They take their time. Don't want yeah. the wind blowing anything <laughs> apart here. Well, then they can't fucking fly. Unless they... <laughs> they yeah, they yeah. do some gliding. Okay. The eagles are distinguished from hawks because they are all bigger than hawks. Eagles have a longer wingspan to body ratio. And they have pointed wingspans, whereas hawks have more rounded wings. It's mm. excellent information to know. So you've capped us off at number one. Now you did guess hawk. There is another subspecies of bird of prey that is in the top 11. It is number 11. Falcons. The Falcons. Knew it. Which NFL team. I've always loved the term raptors because A, it's badass like velociraptor, dinosaur, but also it describes birds of prey like eagles, hawks, falcons. Mm -hmm. But raptors, not on the top 25. Falcons coming in at 464 teams. The Atlanta Falcons, famous. It makes you wonder why Arizona went with the Cardinals. It's just a very pretty cute little, you know, bouncy (laughs) bird. I don't know. Which people love Cardinals, especially here in Wisconsin. It's like, oh, a beautiful yellow house finch can come up. Ah, a beautiful morning dove can come up. Eh. But this bright red bird, holy shit, everybody, they call their whole <laughs> extended family. It's a cardinal. A male cardinal is on the porch. The fucking news cameras are out there. People love cardinals. I this, know. Uh, so I get that, but. They come in at number 17 on the list. Cardinals okay, do. Okay. So let's see. Falcons. Interesting fact here. All falcons kill their prey with their beaks. They have a little tooth, which is a little notch in the mm-hmm. side of their beaks. So they tear apart the meat and eat it with their beak instead unlike hawks eagles and other birds of prey which use their feet to tear things apart and then eat it oh yeah yeah so why i wonder why like why that why are they different in that way so what do you think of when you think of falcons as a mascot as opposed to like an eagle falcons good awesome word probably the coolest word of the bird words i do like falcon <laughs> you know it's very subjective uh, opinion but i think it's a cool word Two syllables, easy to say, easy to spell. What does it communicate to the people? What does it, it say com- about you when you say, I'm a badass falcon? Well, first of all, you're shitting white shit on people's heads from way up high. <laughs> um, but other than that... 
Okay. Hold on, quick, quick aside. Uh-huh. Have you seen the TikTok where the kids fed a bunch of seagulls on the beach X-Lax? No. And then they just hung around and waited. And like 30 minutes later, it is just <laughs> raining bird shit. And all the families are like screaming and running because of the birds. Is that real? Oh, God damn. I need to watch that. It's real. It's 100% real. It's a good one. Yeah. I, wonder, I hope those birds are okay. God damn. <laughs> they didn't know what got into them. <laughs> They're all talking afterwards, being like, God damn, biggest shit I ever took, Earl. (laughs) (laughs) Just a big old glob of, like, paste-looking shit, you know. Here I was digging through a Big Mac wrapper like every other day, but damn, I didn't know it was going to end up being a full system cleanse. (laughs) (laughs) Full system cleanse, damn. Now, for me, a falcon communicates speed, because you think of, like, a peregrine falcon. That's what I thought. Mm Mm-hmm. An eagle has size and majesty, but a falcon has speed and cunning. Yes, agree. Eagle also has the eyesight, and falcons, I think, have the, uh, I don't know, maybe they have a more distinctive beak. Well, they tear shit apart with their face, so talk about scary. But I didn't realize that. I don't think the average person realizes that. All right, so before we get to humanoids, Uh we've got one animal left in the list. This animal is completely unlike... All the other animals you've guessed. It's in its own category. I'm thinking, hang on. I can give you some interesting clues. A bull. The bulls. Ooh, bulls is a good guess, but not in the top 25. A good mascot, though. Uh, Oh, yeah. One of the best, I think. Okay. Is it a mammal? It is a mammal. Does it live in the sea? It does not live in the sea. Oh, I was going to say dolphin. Dolphin, very good mascot, but I think shark is even better. Yeah, but you don't hear a lot of sharks, I feel like. You don't. Yeah. Hmm, all right, give me a hint. A hint is that the only reason this is in the top 10, it comes in at number 10 with 494 mentions, is this animal resides only in North America. Half of which live in Nevada exclusively, which I did not know. So it's desertous animal? No. You wouldn't associate it with Nevada, but half of them live there. Is it like the gazelle or something like that? You're getting close. Similar body composition to a gazelle. All right, tell me. They were all once domesticated. They broke out. And since they've been free out and about, they've become wild. I want to break free. And they become... A Mustang. Oh, the Mustang. Okay. No longer a horse, but a wild Mustang. Okay, Mustang. Mustang is a free-roaming horse of North America. They're all feral horses descended from domesticated horses that were cut loose or got out. There's about 72,000 Mustangs currently living in America, half of which reside in Nevada. This is why the Nevada State Quarter features three Mustangs. Hmm. I like the Mustang, except I always think of the car first. (laughs) I would agree. It's a very iconic car. Yeah. And I think Bronco is a much cooler word. Mmm, that's true. I will second that. (laughs) Tickled your fucking taint there with that one, huh? You like that. I think Bronco, better word, better visualization. But, okay, so when you're talking about the idea, the spirit of a mascot... A Bronco is an untamed horse, so it's in the process of domestication. So I guess, you know, you don't want to communicate that I'm getting tamer over time. Instead, 
I used to be tame, but baby, now I'm wild. Oh, and the only thing controlling me is the wind through my neck hairs. My neck hairs? Do you mean the fucking mane, you fucking idiot? Jesus Christ. <laughs> my neck hairs. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling that one out for a quote. My neck hairs. Like you had a really good like sentence flow going there. Like it was really profound and then you end with neck hairs and it just, just died. Just like the name Mustang versus Bronco. It just, it falls flat. I don't love it. Yeah. I don't love the Mustang as a mascot. Pretty horses though, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. What do you think it communicates? Anything I didn't mention? I think it communicates Ford, the car manufacturer. But (laughs) Other than that, I think it communicates, yeah, kind of the wild spirit, hard to tame, can't be tamed, roam and do- does what it want while, while the wind's flowing through its neck hairs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the spirit of it is there, but just as a word uh, and the association people have with the automobile, I think there's better choices. And it communicates that don't walk up behind me and spook me or I will kick the living shit out of you and probably yes. land you in a hospital. Yes, yes. Absolutely. All right. 72,000, you said, huh? Live in North America? 72,000 Mustangs currently in America. Well, more than I thought. Yeah. Okay. That's more than like there are wild cheetahs, for example. That's a lot right. more than Yeah, there only 6,000 tigers in the whole world right now. Right, right. Wild tigers, right? Or does that include yeah. the captives? Yeah, uh, wild. Yeah. There's more tigers in captivity in Texas than there are wild in the world. Crazy. We need more tigers. Okay, Okay, so all four of your remaining guesses, that'd be number five, number nine, number 12, and number 13 are all humanoid. They're all humans. Number five is the Cowboys. That's a great guess, but Cowboys did not even make the top 25. you're wrong. Check again. Check the list again. How could America's team not be on the top 25? I don't understand that. There are less than 234 teams named the Cowboys because they didn't nope. make the list. I don't accept it. But for the sake of getting through this episode, I will move on. But know that I'm very hung up on that. It might keep me up tonight. Okay. Uh, what about the Pirates? Pirates coming in at 22, but it doesn't crack the list. Warriors. Excellent guess. Warriors is number five. Wow, that's higher than I Many people know about the Golden State Warriors, the national champions last year in the NBA basketball team. 793 teams called the Warriors. Nick, why do you think people would choose their mascot to be a warrior? I think out of all the mascots on here, it's the easiest to answer, like warrior, right? It just immediately you know what that means. That means someone is ready, willing, and able to fight. Someone is ready, willing, and able to fight for the cause. Fighting is their number one skill and passion. And that word carries a lot with it. People instantly, I think, understand what you're trying to convey when you name something the Warriors. Reckless abandon. Yep. Got a family, got a wife, kids, don't care. I'm going out there (laughs) and I'm sacrificing myself for the glory of battle. I am a warrior. Yes. Pillage and plunder. Um, oh, oh, we'll Vikings. get to pillaging. Yes, we'll okay. get to pillaging and plundering. Sorry, jumped ahead there. I will say, compared to other humanoid terms, I don't like warriors as much as other options. Yeah, I, th- I think so too, and I think it's overdone. Like, there's so many warriors out there. Same with like tiger. Like, tiger's a great mascot option, 
other than the fact that there's so many other tigers out there. I think the same with warriors. And it also sounds a little generic to me. Agreed. Yes. Like, warrior could come from anywhere. Not like the samurai. Like, samurai should be a mascot, yes. right? Or the ninjas. Right. You don't hear that, though. Exactly. That's true. But warrior's not... It's not specific enough, so how could you be representing your local culture with it? You just can't. Right. Although, it, by way of it being a mascot, it becomes, after the fact, part of the culture. The same way lions are not part of everyday life in Detroit, but because their <laughs> pro football team is the lions, you start seeing lion stuff everywhere. Part of the I culture think they now. Should. I think they should release 200 wild lions in the metro area hmm. of Detroit. They should be protected. Okay. They can spray paint them all blue. Hang on, is the governor of Detroit, listener of the show, taking notes right now? Just want to make sure. Yep. Or the mayor. Mayor of Detroit. And then they'll also release 200 wild tigers. Okay. They'll all be spray painted the, the team colors. This is great. And they'll be allowed to live in the metro area so that they can finally have a, a mascot that matches their geography. I think the animal rights activists listening are really loving this. But also, I think these tigers and lions, I mean, they're not all going to survive. So the last kitty standing gets to be the mascot of the NFL team in Detroit. That's the new head coach. That's <laughs> the new head coach, is that? Because God knows they need a mix-up to get some wins on the board. Oh, goddamn hot take. I'd be down with like a blood-stained fur of a, of a tiger with bite marks in it, mm. surviving the, the battle of attrition with all the lions, standing up and saying, yes, I will coach this NFL team and bringing them their first mm. championship. You know, how badass would lions with the primary gold color secondary red color and they've got like blood splatter across the mane of the lion that's a mascot you're never going to see blood stains on a on a pro sports team logo but agree it would be that well because they're too scared yeah they're weenies they're weenies they're not willing to fully commit to their identity well i mean you've had so many great ideas so far about the lions and tigers (laughs) in metro detroit and the fighting and (laughs) becoming the coach so i think like we can all really get behind any idea you put out You've built up enough goodwill. Thank you. Okay. For another humanoid, I'm going to guess, well, let's do the Vikings then. Vikings comes in at number 13. Mm-hmm, number it. 13 at 418 teams. Everyone knows the Minnesota Vikings, part of the NFL up here in the great north, Minnesota. Vikings are seafaring people, originally from Scandinavia, which is present-day Denmark, Norway, and Sweden who from the late 8th to the 11th centuries raided, pirated, traded, and settled throughout parts of Europe. They were actually very violent people. (laughs) They were very violent, which is strange because we romanticize the idea of Vikings, even though they were probably not very nice people in general. Same with pirates. Same with cowboys. True. True. I mean, not that there weren't like good eggs in there, but like for the most part, a lot of bloodshed. But I think it's... You're a product of your environment. To survive as a Viking, to survive as a pirate, you had to be tough. Even if you had empathy, even if you did have altruistic intent, you got to be tough as shit if you're going to survive as a Viking. I think that shit's beaten out of you as a young child, like any empathy (laughs) and shit you had. Like, you don't even know what that stuff is by the time you're a a grown-up Viking biting into a massive turkey leg. Yeah. Here's a hot take, though. Popular conception of the Vikings often strongly differ from the complex, advanced civilization of the Norsemen that emerges from archaeology and historical sources. Because apparently, many Vikings were also farmers, fishermen, craftsmen, and traders. 
I guess when they weren't <laughs> raping and destroying and right. burning other cultures. <laughs> That's great for the Vikings that they were able to do those side activities. Really happy for they them. They had a lot of side hustles. They're part of the gig economy. Look, I mean, I get what that's trying to say. Like, Vikings are portrayed in media as like these kind of Neanderthals in a way, I think. But I don't think people are taken away from the fact that they had complex cultures and customs and societies. But at the end of the day, their bread and butter was rape and pillage and kill. (laughs) I mean, like, like, I don't know. That was their greatest hits, was definitely the raping and the pillaging. Not the Minnesota Vikings, though, probably. Although, who knows? No. No, 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 no. Kirk Cousins seems like a wholesome guy. So when a team names themselves the Vikings, Nick, what do you think they're communicating to other teams in their area? Pillage and plunder. I mean, like, we're going to come in, we're going to steal your women and kids, and we're going to kill. (laughs) In a sports-friendly way. Like, I mean, I think, like, just the mentality of, like, we're coming to take over is what you're trying to convey. Take no prisoners. Right, yeah. Like, an underlying sentiment I get is... The land I currently have right now is not enough. <laughs> yeah. Coming for what you have as well. Like, that's what I feel like a Viking indicates. And you see them coming. You see the ships. You're on the beach. You have time to prepare. That don't mean a thing. Because these <laughs> no. six foot eight <laughs> barbarians are stepping off and they're going to make lunch meat out of you. Like, it doesn't matter what defenses you have. And it's funny... Well, not funny, but like we looking back in history know like the tendencies and the patterns and of the Vikings, like they'd, they'd roll up in a town off the beach, like you said, come in, take everything. But these communities, a lot of them probably had no idea. They hadn't heard of Vikings. They didn't know that when you see this ship, that means you're fucking done or you should run. <laughs> these merchants, they look a little ripped. They look a little <laughs> scary. Should we be worried? Nah, they're probably just really successful. They're just coming to play football. All right, you got two more guesses. Number nine, number 12. One of them I think is a great mascot. The other one I think is a terrible mascot. Well, you said they're humanoids, so I'm going to guess there's no like Detroit accountants or something like that. (laughs) No. The Detroit human resources executives. Yeah, the Detroit teachers didn't make the list. Mm. The middle managers. Not a popular mascot. So I'm trying to think of like ancient Greek mythology kind of stuff. Is, am I in the You're right getting, headspace? Yep. You are red hot. You are red hot. So it's not going to be like the Hercules. What am I missing? This mascot. Oh, Trojans. Trojans. Was really good until a dick coverage device decided to name their brand after the same mascot. A dick coverage device. Yeah, the Trojans. Also known as a condom. Yeah, the episode I did recently on the Lost Cities, we talked about the city of Troy. That's right. Yeah, so Trojan's fresh in my mind, but uh, Trojan is also a a brand of condoms, you're right. Put it on your dick before you stick it in a vagina or other orifices. Yeah, Trojans are always on your mind, no matter what you recently did on the Tennis Podcast. Don't be lying. True. Number 12, the Trojans coming in at 423 teams. These are soldiers from the ancient city of Troy depicted in the Iliad. Although in the story, Troy, which has been under a very long siege, falls in the story. Okay. Hmm. So you're saying that I'd be using that as a mascot. Okay. And you love falcons, but they get fucking eaten by other animals all the time. (laughs) You don't have anything to say about that. 
Famous Trojans are the University of Southern California, the USC Trojans. We also, where we grew up, one of the local high schools was named the Trojans. Oh, that's right. So, besides referencing safe sex, why might a team call himself the Trojans? What do you think that communicates? It's the army of the legendary city of Troy. I mean, I think it's as simple as that. And I don't think most people remember that they lost in the end. Although common sense would tell you so, because Trojans no longer exist. But I think they're trying to just put the imagery in your mind of a, of a united front as an army coming to get you. People who were up against incredible odds, difficult times, yeah. and they didn't give up, they didn't give in, and no matter what, they never lost their scrap, and they fought to the death. Boom. Nailed it. Well said. But after about the year 2000, I just don't think you can stay as the Trojans. It's time to move on. Well, a lot of them do. But yeah, in the condom company, they're not just called the Trojans, but they also had the Trojan Man. Remember him? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He'd hand you the condoms right in the middle, like you're looking for the condom package in bed, and the big hand of the Trojan Man would hand them to you in the commercial. He said, here Which you go. I'd be like, uh, sir, can you leave? I'm not really into voyeurism. He says, that's a shame because I am. <laughs> please Trojan horse your ass right out of my bedroom, please. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, I think once upon a time, Trojans was a great mascot idea, but now I would avoid it. Hey, bro, do you even tweet? Well, do you tick? Do you talk? This is a quick Call to action to you tickers and talkers out there to follow us on your favorite social media platform. It's pretty easy. Our handle on pretty much every social platform is TennisPod. You can follow us on Twitter at TennisPod. Follow us on Instagram at TennisPod. Join our official subreddit managed by listeners like you at r slash TennisPod. Our subreddit is the first place to watch a visual snippet of the next week's episode before anywhere else. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash tennispodcast. There, you can find curated playlists of full episodes, all of our one-minute visual snippets, video podcasts, and more. And last but not least, yes, introducing the Tennis Podcast TikTok. That's right, I'm on there with no clue what the fuck I'm doing, competing for your attention against other whippersnappers. You can join me on this weird journey on TikTok at tennispod. And by the way, direct links to all of our social medias are in the show notes for this episode. Social media is the best place to interact with me and our various sidekick hosts. So stop being an anti-social jerk and socialize your ass on over to Tennis Podcast. Oh, and one last small thing. If you get annoyed of ads like this one, uh, just know that Tennis Pod Plus members, they skip every single ad on every single episode. I'm just saying. Let's get back to the episode. My God, I need to take a breather like a stranded man in the ocean coming up for air. Has Buster always been that talkative? God damn. All right, let's take a break and do some podcast reviews for the sake of my sanity. If you're new here, every week I read reviews from podcast listeners just like you. And I'm going to start this week with one from our friend, listener of the show, Tom, on Good Pods. Now, he wrote this after listening to episode 181, which was, ironically, uh, an episode me and Buster did about the top reasons people quit their jobs last year. So in reference to that episode, Tom said, Pretty good episode. I realized I was wasting my time at work listening to podcasts, and I quit. I'm going to assume... 
Tom meant he quit his job and not quit the podcast. So we can add Tennis Podcast as one of the reasons people quit their job in 2022 with our accredited source, Tom, on Good Pods. Tom, I'm glad we could make you realize you're better off without that lousy job and that paycheck. You don't want to be too dependent on that. You got to have some independence. Got to get out there and live. Travel the world in a van. Do it. And listen to Tennis Podcast the entire time. Thank you for that review. One more here from Chickies Chickies, I think, on Apple Podcasts. They say, Nick and Brandon have very compelling and interesting content. The humor is funny and the lists are so entertaining. There's something for everyone to enjoy because there's a lot of variety. I recommend this podcast for fun and easy listening. Thank you for that review. It means a lot to hear that. Hope to have Brandon back for episode 200. That's the plan right now. We'll see. In the meantime, I'm stuck with Buster. I hope you'll keep listening to the show. Thank you for everyone for sticking with me, by the way. I know I haven't said that enough, but it does mean a lot. Everyone that is stuck with the show and continue to listen every week, despite a consistent guest sidekick host. Let me know how the guest sidekick hosts are doing. Tell me about it in a review. Write a review on Apple, on Podchaser, or you can be like Tom and leave a review on the Good Pods app. Eventually, I'll read it here on this show, no matter what it says. But what I'm going to says right now is it's time to get back to the show with Dr. Buster. All right. You've got one guest left. This is also a human, also from the past, also who fought to the death. But this time, it was often not of their own choosing. Fought to the death, but not of their own choosing. Who am I forgetting here? It's kind of a general term. Like Warriors was? Yes. Although it does reference a certain part of the world, Europe, during a certain part of time in history. I keep thinking of like the Roman Empire. Later. Later than the Roman Empire. If I tell you the time period, it'll be an instant giveaway. Well, tell me the time period. 1300 to 1500, also known as the Middle Ages. I'm drawing a blank. Just tell me. There was two of them facing each other. And they ran at each other with Oh, oh, the jousting things. Yeah, what are those guys called? Uh, Knights. Knights. Oh, that's a stupid name. (laughs) Knights comes in at number nine, 540 teams. The University of Central Florida. When you said they're facing each other, you didn't mean on the same horse. (laughs) That's what I thought you meant at first. I was like. Oh, really? No. No, no, no. They fought to the death. They often represented somebody else in high society. So they, can you imagine that? Can you imagine being a skilled fighter and somebody talks some shit, does some (laughs) bad things, maybe they steal, and to defend their honor, they name you as tribute to fight for them to the death? You're like, what the hell? No, I don't think they even think that because it's so ingrained in them from the the young age that like it's their duty. But you and I can step back and say, yeah, what the hell? It doesn't make sense. But here we are. So you're saying the knight's not a good mascot for you. You're turning that one down. I like what the knight represents, but as a word, it's just like, it's too short. It sounds too much like nighttime. Yeah, I don't, I don't love it. It's okay. I, I, I kind of like it, but it's not as strong as the other ones because, you know, it's kind of like a warrior, but it's European, middle-aged, very centric. And I just can't get it out of my, my head that a lot of times when knights fought, it wasn't their choice. They were like commissioned by somebody else. They, their heart wasn't even in it. But let's be honest, 
what kid doesn't grow up at some point thinking that knights and, and armor around castles isn't just the coolest, craziest, most badass thing? But dragons are sitting right there for the taking as an option for mascots. That's true. Or the kings. Mm. Kings is such a better thing. Kings got power. Yeah, but they can't fight, I guess. Yeah, it's true. But, I mean, Sacramento Kings. Kings is a popular one, but it didn't make the list. Mm. Well, so Knights is, it's okay, but I'd put it in the bottom tier of this top 13 of my choices. I'll tell you my favorites when when we're done. So. Nick is the mascot of Tennis Podcast for better or worse, and he has cracked this list, the top 10-ish mascots, the most common mascots in North America. Let's run everybody through the top 25, some of which we haven't mentioned yet. Okay. 25, the Titans, best mascot in the world. No. 24, Crusaders. 23, Hornets. 22, Pirates. 21. Bears, 20, Hawks. Oh, Hawks. Hawks is better than Falcons, I'm saying. Mm, I disagree. 19, Patriots, Freedom. Boo. 18, Raiders. Ah. 17, Cardinals. 16, Rams. (laughs) I like Rams because they ram into shit. I mean, sure. For a football team, it makes a lot of sense because you're also ramming down the field with the football. That's pretty good. I have never actually connected that that eloquently, and now I have. You're welcome. 15, Spartans. 14, Indians, mm. which we didn't even <laughs> talk about the whole Native American mascot switching that's happening uh-huh. right now. Uh-huh. 13, Vikings. 12, Trojans. 11, Falcons. 10, Mustangs. 9, Knights. 8, Cougars. 7, Lions. 6, Wild Housecats. <laughs> five warriors, four panthers, three bulldogs, two tigers, and number one, god damn it, USA coming through the Eagles at 1,400 teams. You know, instead of the Wildcats, they should have just named themselves the Domestic Shorthairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, of this list, if I was starting a new sports team right now and I had to choose a mascot. Okay. So, you're the 10 the tennis what? Mm. Well, the tennis tigers makes way too much sense to not pick that, mm. right? I like it. Tigers is probably my top choice. I also love the eagles. Hmm. I might do Vikings as my third choice. Tigers, mm. eagles, and Vikings are my top three. Of the top thirteen, I'm probably gonna have to go lions. But if I'm gonna try to represent where I'm from. If this is a community-based identity, Hmm. then I'm going to have to do the Cougars or the Eagles. Why the Cougars? Uh, It's big cats from North and South America. Okay. And we have mountain lions in Wisconsin. Not very many, but we have some. You got stupid-ass fucking sidekick hosts, too, there as well. We we have wolves here in the States, so that's why I would be a huge favor of uh, having wolves as a mascot. So it means a lot to you that the mascot chosen kind of represents the community or the local I think so. It's like the Utah Jazz is a basketball team. Yes. Are you telling me that the first thing you think about (laughs) Salt Lake City and a heavily Mormon culture is jazz music? No, that's because the jazz used to be located in New Orleans but they moved to Salt Lake City, and now it's the Utah Jazz. 
I think it's time for a rebranding. Yeah. Should do something mountainous as well. Maybe mm. like, you know, the mountain lions or something. Yeah. Or the billy goats. The high school team in the town I currently live in is the Comets. Oh, that's okay. I don't love it, but it's okay. Yeah. It's you know, right. I want to see a sports team named the Starfish. That's what the Utah Jazz should rebrand to, the Utah Starfish. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, and I will put in a plug, I think the worst mascot that is currently in my realm of consciousness is the Stanford Tree. Tree singular? They call themselves Cardinals now, but the mascot's a fucking tree. It's a humanoid tree. And you, you should look it up, what they look like. It's pretty bad. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is horror movie shit. Buster. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Why did you show me this? Wow. All right, I'm going down a rabbit hole here. God damn. They got a whole room full of these costumes. All right, listeners, <laughs> look in the show notes for a link to this, these images. You're going to want to see this. So that's a wrap for me. Common mascots in North America. Well, that was a fun one. Quick heads up to the listeners that I am taking the next two Wednesdays off from new episodes, but new episodes will return on October 12th. However, if you just crave tennis content during this two-week break, I'll direct your ass to Tennis Pod Plus because a new member-only bonus episode will be dropping on the Tennis Pod Plus feed next Friday. And in fact, that bonus episode features Dr. Buster. Sign up now so you don't miss that new bonus episode, and you'll also gain access to the other 50 exclusive bonus episodes already available. You can get more info and sign up at TennisPod.com slash P-L-U-S. Every time I think that I couldn't lose just a little bit more respect for you, you prove me wrong. Well, I gave up on giving a shit about self-respect a long, <laughs> long time ago. Well before this podcast started. But this podcast has really helped me kind of flex that muscle. Well, we should make like a bulldog and get on out of here. All right. With someone else's help. Yes. So just like the bulldogs need help having sex, we need help <laughs> getting the fuck out of here. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in a few weeks. And until next time, I'm Nick. He's Buster. This is the Tennis Podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.